COVID-19, vitamin C, and integrated medicine. This is a journey of a Chinese-American doctor caught between the East and the West, the contemporary and alternative medicine. First, the Chinese theater of World War COVID-19. Back to Shanghai. It was right after Christmas. The Christmas holiday festivities are not entirely over yet, and the traditional Chinese New Year was just around the corner. The Chinese New Year is based on the Chinese lunar calendar and varies every year. In 2020, it falls on January 25th. In a festive mood, I packed up and boarded an American airliner and arrived at Shanghai, known as Motu, the magic metropolis by the Chinese. Shanghai is the largest city and the financial center in China where I went to the medical school, Shanghai Medical University, some 40 years ago, and where I also left for U.S. in 1986. In recent years, I've been coming back more and more frequently to visit my parents and to deliver invited speeches in various conferences on health and disease. This time around, I was supposed to attend several national conferences to talk about integral medicine, lifestyle, including ketogenic and carnivore diet and vitamin C, etc., in addition to spending time with my parents who are in their 80s. And recently, I mean, last couple of years, I've been making a rule that no matter how busy I am, I should always spend the traditional Chinese New Year with my parents. The plane landed in this neon-lit metropolis. The air tasted much fresher than many years ago. The streets were new and clean, no dirt or trash anywhere to be seen. Shanghai is a lot more automated technically than any other cities in the U.S. or other places in the world that I know of. You can see this particularly in parking garages. Many garages are automated without attendance these days. With a mobile phone, one can scan a barcode and enter a payment. Voila, the gate opens. The streets in Shanghai are also decorated with China red. It seems to be everyone is in a good mood. Next section, rumors about Wuhan pneumonia. Then. Wuhan begins to show up on WeChat, a social media app that more than a billion Chinese people can't live without these days in China. Wuhan is nearly a thousand kilometers west of Shanghai. Shanghainese mentality may be similar to that of New Yorkers. Shanghai is the world center. Anything outside of Shanghai doesn't really matter to them. What happens in Wuhan has nothing to do with Shanghai, and life goes on here in Shanghai. But there are no reports in the official government media of this rapidly evolving epidemic at all. It is the Chinese tradition that towards the year end of the lunar Chinese calendar, there will be all kinds of celebrating parties from the public government, governmental agencies to private corporations and citizens. The central Chinese government, headed by the Communist Party chief, is holding an elaborate party with thousands of VIP attendees to celebrate the great achievement of this nation under a great leadership of the great party chief. The Hubei provincial and the Wuhan city governments were doing the same thing. 
big parties with lots of attendees. In one area, in a, a model region for the last 20 years, also even held a 10,000 family dinner party, where all families in that area would gather together in the huge dinner party to celebrate the new year for the last 20 years. But right after these huge festivities, Wuhan government suddenly announced the lockdown of Wuhan city. No one is allowed to go out or come in without special permits. The rumor was that the Wuhan city lockdown decision leaked out the night before and about 300,000 Wuhan residents escaped the city overnight before the lockdown at 10 a.m. January 23rd, 2020. Unofficial reports of a new coronavirus epidemic dominated the media and people are getting sick and dying. People are panicking. But from the government sanctioned media outlets, all is clear. There is no imminent danger. Life is good. Let's celebrate. But people know better. The less the government reports, the more people are worried. With the modern-day internet and widespread social media, all kinds of news from brave souls in Wuhan and other places appear. All of a sudden, there is nothing to talk about. But Wuhan pneumonia. Then on January 23rd, the just two days before Chinese New Year, when everybody is getting ready to celebrate, which always ha involves lots of uh, gatherings, eating, drinking, and all the entertainment and craziness found in every culture, Wuhan announced the city-wide lockdown. No one can go in or out of Wuhan, a city of more than 10 million people and is the central hub. Connecting the south with the north, the east with the west of China. Now this wave of panic rolled over to eastern seaboard of China. You can feel it in Shanghai. All those New Year's Eve dinner reservations in restaurants, big or small, were cancelled. People stayed home, not knowing what's going on. One of these rumors is about a doctor, Li Wenliang. Dr. Li is an eye doctor in a major hospital in Wuhan. He is among the eight doctors who first warned of his classmates in his uh, WeChat social media group that a SARS-like viral infection is detected in the Wuhan wildlife market. But someone reported his WeChat posting to the government, and Dr. Li and the seven other doctors received admonition from the government for spreading rumors to disturb the social harmony in the great country. He was taken by the police at midnight and was made to confess that he was spreading rumors. Dr. Li was criticized by the official government media, receiving police warnings by all counts. Dr. Li is described as a bad citizen. Later on, it was reported the hospital where he worked was ready to fire him. The young and unfortunate Dr. Li very soon caught the virus himself and was sent to ICU, where he never came out, sadly. Dr. Li, considered by most Chinese citizens a national hero who warned people of an imminent viral outbreak, died officially as a whistleblower or a, a bad citizen. The whole nation, except those people in power, mourned his death. There was another round of WeChat complaints about how the Wuhan pneumonia situation was handled and how the government was too slow to respond to the epidemic and how it tried 
to cover up the epidemic, so on and so forth. On the one hand, these complaints sprang up like the bamboo shoots in the spring, and on the other hand, the government was busy cracking down on these complaints, deleting those reports or closing down the social media accounts of those complaints, or direct lockup of those writers of complaints. There has been a phenomenon well known to the Chinese called invited to a coffee. And when the National Security Bureau or local police brings someone to an interrogation.